Coming up on 12.45. Now, we often talk to uh, Simon Marks at Washington, D.C. about this time each day as we just review what's happening in the world of the United States of America, in particular the politics there. This is a particularly significant uh, chance to talk to Simon because a year ago he was doing sterling work describing scenes none of us, Simon, had ever seen before or thought we would see in our lifetimes. Well, I think that's exactly right, uh, Martin, uh, as far as the scenes are concerned. Uh, it was January the 6th of last year, of course, that at this very moment, Donald Trump was preparing to address a rally uh, of his conspiracy theory-believing supporters not far from the White House and preparing to tell them that Vice President Mike Pence, who was heading to Capitol Hill in his capacity as President of the Senate, uh, had the power uh, to block Joe Biden's election victory as Congress prepared to certify the results of the uh, election of the previous November. Let's remind ourselves of the flatly false claim that Donald Trump made that whipped that crowd up into a frenzy. All Vice President Pence has to do is send it back to the states to recertify and we become president and you are the happiest people. And I actually, I just spoke to Mike. I said, Mike, that doesn't take courage. What takes courage is to do nothing. He encouraged the crowd then to march to Capitol Hill, lied to them again by saying that he would march alongside them. In fact, he turned on his tail and headed back to the White House where he sat in the Oval Office watching the events that followed play out on television. Deadly violence uh, on Capitol Hill, a Capitol Hill police force completely unprepared uh, to deal with uh, the invasion of the Capitol building. Uh, one uh, protester shot dead uh, as she attempted uh, to scale a doorway into the building. Uh, at least four other people died as a direct result of the events of that day, including one Capitol Hill police officer. So, within the next uh, hour and ten minutes, President Biden will head to Capitol Hill, uh, formally to mark the first anniversary of that deadly riot. And he's going to make uh, an absolutely impassioned speech warning the country and the wider world about the dangers facing American democracy in excerpts of his remarks that the White House re uh, released within the last uh, couple of hours. We're told he's going to say, at this moment, we must decide what kind of nation we are going to be. Are we going to be a nation that accepts political violence as a norm? Are we going to be a nation where we allow partisan elected officials to uh, election officials to overturn the legally expressed will of the people? Are we going to be a nation that lives not by the light of the truth, but in the shadow of lies? We cannot allow ourselves, he will say, to be that kind uh, of nation. That is a, a stark reflection of the perils currently facing uh, American democracy. Former President Jimmy Carter has an opinion piece in today's New York Times uh, making precisely the same kind uh, of dramatic 
warning to the American people. Who among us thought we would live to see the events of last January the 6th on Capitol Hill? But then who among us thought we would live to hear an American president who, on the one hand, Martin says, that the United States and democracies have the capacity to win the battle for the 21st century with autocratic states like China and Russia, but on the other hand, today, is having to articulate the reality of what is taking place in this country, a battle between truth and lies, the outcome of which remains uncertain. And he's making that speech just days after an opinion poll showed that more than 30% of American voters and more than 70% of Republican voters do not believe that Joe Biden legitimately won the 2020 presidential election. And more than a third of voters uh, told pollsters that they believe political violence is sometimes acceptable to resolve problems in the United States. Those numbers uh, are, are a dire warning in and of themselves of the crisis that this country continues to face. And yet... Uh, the inquiries, the multiple levels of inquiries, you know, was social media to blame in part for doing this and what's their level of responsibility? Uh, were political individuals, was President Trump himself, you know, should he face some kind of censure? In the normal way of things, of course, these are trudging through the processes very painfully, slowly. Do you think America wants to just move on and forget it ever took place? Or do you think there's a real danger of the fervour you articulate by alluding to those opinion polls this you know this battle this discussion this rather fracture isn't over at all even a year later absolutely correct this is as much of a tinderbox today as it was on january the 6th of last year those investigations are continuing uh, and they are uh, very mindful up on capitol hill of the fact that the clock is ticking because in november there will be midterm elections here uh, and if uh, as looks likely the republicans uh, win back control secure control of both houses of congress all of those investigations into january January the 6th will come to an absolutely crashing halt. Uh, oh, right, it has, yeah. you know, because the Republicans will then be in control of the committees, them, uh, of course. Yeah. And uh, so they've got a limited window of opportunity to wrap up their investigations. We're heading to the public hearing phase, which is due to begin uh, in the course of the next few days. Uh, Congresswoman Liz Cheney uh, of Wyoming, who is one of those Republicans who infuriated Donald Trump uh, by voting to impeach him after January the 6th, is suggesting she's on the committee that is investigating January the 6th. She has been suggesting that it is possible that the Congress will uh, lay down a criminal referral against the former president himself. That may be one of the reasons why Donald Trump scrapped a plan to hold a press conference today. He was going to speak today on the anniversary uh, of that riot by his conspiracy theory-believing supporters. Instead, he's uh, cancelled it and says that he will say everything that he was going to say in the press conference at a rally that he'll be holding in Arizona in about 10 days' time. Speaking yesterday, the Attorney General of the United States, Merrick Garland, who absolutely hinted that the Department of Justice investigation, which has already uh, made hundreds of arrests and seen scores of those rioters uh, sent to jail, the investigation is, he said, by no means over. The actions we have taken thus far will not be our last. The Justice Department remains committed to holding all January 6th perpetrators 
at any level accountable under law, whether they were present that day or were otherwise criminally responsible for the assault on our democracy. We will follow the facts wherever they lead. Now, you don't have to be a legal scholar to understand who he may have been referring to there. Uh, (laughs) Clearly an indication that former President Donald Trump and people within his inner circle absolutely are in the ongoing crosshairs of investigators, which may well be why the former president has decided that today is not the apposite day uh, to speak publicly about what took place on January the 6th. One person this week who's been ensnared by all of this is the Fox News presenter Sean Hannity. Uh, more uh, texts have been disclosed that he sent uh, to White House officials in the days leading up to January the 6th and on the day itself. He was one of many uh, right-wing par- uh, uh, supporters of President Trump, urging uh, the White House chief of staff to get President Trump uh, to call the crowd off as those dramatic scenes played out uh, on Capitol Hill. Uh, the committee up, on, uh, up in Congress wants to hear from him. They want him to testify now. They're calling on him uh, to provide evidence to the committee uh, for the last two nights uh, on a programme in which he is normally very loquacious about uh, <laughs> virtually any issue. Uh, that's he doesn't normally headlines. shy away from giving he a view on normally, anything, does he? But, but suddenly, <laughs> like former President Donald Trump, uh, the cat appears to have got his tongue. Okay. Simon, uh, I hope you have a peaceful and quiet day, um, anniversary notwithstanding, and nothing like it ever breaks out again for you uh, for the foreseeable future. Simon Marks reporting then on looking back at this day one year ago.